Hello, welcome to Die Ride Podcast. Oh, we're recording. That's right, we are. <laughs> Brooke knows what's up. Oh, um, I'm Alyssa Miller. I'm Brooke Miller. Both dietitians. Both moms. Both been doing this podcast for one year. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Woo! And now we're drinking champagne. Popping bottles. Pop. <laughs> She's all about the singing. Pop. How does that go? What's that Popping song? Popping bottles. We're going to get that in. Write our own like song. Like a G6, right? Like a G6. Is that it? I have no idea. I'm college. too old to listen to that kind of music anymore. That was college, man. I am. Um, all I know is every time, uh, oh man, what's that song? She's a gold digger. She's a gold digger. Every time that song comes out, I'm like, oh yeah. And then I'm like, wow, that was 10, 12 years ago at this point. I know. That was like at our high school homecoming. Anyways, now Boots I listen to with like the fur. <laughs> with the fur. That was like the early whole college. Club was looking at her. <gasps> yeah. She hit the floor. Oh, next thing you know. Shorty got low, 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 low. I mean, I know you guys listen to the podcast for our beautiful voices. <laughs> our singing voices. Yes. We're really getting good. We're going to release an album, an EP later. It'll be yes. pretty great. who makes our intro music is probably cringing right now. He's like, it's fine. They're terrible. Um, well, especially now that I'm a stay-at-home mom, the music on full blast all the time is worship music because I have this theory that if my kids listen to worship music, they maybe won't flip out at me. Oh. <laughs> but it doesn't work. So we my play toddler like, still throws tantrums even with worship music on. How rude. Oh, rude. We just play like Baby Shark on repeat. <laughs> Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. You're fun. <laughs> Baby Shark. Do, do. It rocks back and forth. Um, we do worship music, and then we do um, Ben Rector. Do you ever listen to Ben Rector? I listen to his. Okay. Anyways. We listen to Ed Sheeran, man. Me and the babe. <sighs> I should do more Ed Sheeran. We did some JT a lot with um, Aiden. That's like yes. really good dancing music. We did. We listened to some JT in the bathtub last night. It's adorable. The Trolls JT? song. Oh, yeah. From anyway, Trolls. Sure. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, Trolls song? We just like listened to that on From repeat Trolls. last night. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, mom life. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so today, guys, we're talking about how we've been doing this for a freaking year. Holy shyster. Shyster. last time when we started this, Mm -hmm. I was mm, pregnant, halfway through my pregnancy. Yeah. You were not pregnant yet. Not pregnant yet. I don't think so. And now we've both had babies. Now, yeah, that's how long it's been. We've both birthed children. (laughs) Into this world. No big deal. Um, yeah, that's pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah, because it was October. I found out I was pregnant in November. The end of November. Oh, yeah, right yeah. Right after Aiden's third mm-hmm. birthday. Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy to think about. And now I have a sweet little baby angel. Yeah. Living her best life at home with dad right now. <laughs> yeah. Both of our kids. I know. Um, you'll notice that we have no kids or dogs interrupting us or barking in the background or breathing into the mic. You're welcome. Yeah. We're official now. We're official. Of. <laughs> sort of. Officialer. Yeah. We're more officialer. I mean, I'm sitting on a comfy bed, so. So pretty much. We made it. Pretty. We made it. <sighs> We're recording from a bed. Um, so today we wanted to take some time to reflect on what we've learned doing this podcast because from the very get-go, we told you guys that we're not perfect and we're going along this journey with you and like 
we've learned a ton in the last year, um, not only about ourselves, but about intuitive eating and about how to help people and how to, I wouldn't say we're still great with our words, or at least for me, mess them up all the time. And it, you know, it takes a little bit of grace to remember that some things you say heat in the moment, when you listen back to it, you cringe a little at how you said that. So. Yeah, and also you make up a lot of words. I do make like up a lot of words. <laughs> I've like you've like said several words, and I'm like, I don't uh, think that's in the dictionary. Let's quick just check that's her. Not on that. actually in the dictionary. So if you're wondering to yourself, is that a word I should know? The answer is no. no don't use it publicly. Not. It's embarrassing for you. Ask Webster. And if it's <laughs> not in the dictionary, don't belong. Master Webster. Oh, it's whatever. It's who I am. I embrace it. I love it. We love it. So speaking of Alyssa making up um, words, <laughs> I think we have some like reoccurring themes uh-huh. in our episodes. So I'd like to list off some of those. Do you have good ones? Because all I can think are bad ones. <laughs> um, friends quotes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all The Office. Friends. And The Office, for sure. Um, because they're the best TV shows of all time. Agreed. Right? Yeah. And there's no other... Yeah. I'm the only one here and I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, okay. So 100% conclusion. Yes. Friends and The Office are the best TV shows yeah. of all time. Top tier. Um, words that Alyssa makes up. Uh-huh. Yeah, love those. Um, che- cheese and Cheetos. Cheese, Cheetos, and poop. Poop and wine. Those were my <laughs> and coffee. I and coffee too. Coffee Usually we're actually and boobs. We talk about our boobs a lot too. <laughs> Just boobs, breastfeeding. Breastfeeding. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty fair. I mean, mom life. So yeah. wine, coffee, and boobs. Yep. And then poop and Cheetos and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those are pretty. I'll take all those. Yeah. I was gonna say dogs breathing into the microphone or whining, and children mostly mine whining or eating. Complaining. <laughs> <laughs> eating. <laughs> Uh, breastfeeding specifically boobs boobs oh my gosh today at dinner milk or at lunch Aiden goes (laughs) I don't even know if I want to share this maybe I'll put this at the very end yeah you should Um, Aiden goes mom can you put your boobs away at the table (laughs) that is what he said to me (laughs) do not take that out I was dying I was like are you because I was nursing Nora while we were eating lunch together I do that all the time yeah me too I no idea why I do it in public (laughs) without a cover either yeah (laughs) typically no cover but like I definitely wear two shirts you know I do the two shirt Uh, system tank top underneath sometimes um anyways I thought it was hilarious because I do it every day because she's hungry at the same time we eat lunch I'm like great family lunch we'll all sit down I'm gonna eat over her head I might spill on her it's fine exactly right I could not believe it he goes can you put your boobs away I was like what sir, how of- do you think you were fed? <laughs> sir? Excuse me, sir? Do you understand? Well, he's really good about it. He, like, loves it. He's always like, mom, 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 she's hungry. Get your boob. Get your boob. She needs the boob. Like, he's, like, really great about it. I don't know why all of a sudden. And I wonder if it's because I was switching sides, so I left the other one just, like, open. Whereas usually, like, I'd clip it up and, like, cover, and then I'd switch to the other side. And he was literally like, mom, put your boob away on the table. And I was like... What just you I was sound like speechless. Like, you sound like my family. Like half the time, I'll like get up, and somebody in my family is like, "Bert, can you like put your boob away?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh sorry. I forgot that it's out. Accident. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry, I'm gonna turn on this fan because I'm getting hot. So hot. nip slips. No, <laughs> I'm not. You're not hot. No, but Should I'm not cold. Off? So are you gonna survive, girl? You do. You so hot. Well, it's like mostly over you. Okay. Alyssa's turning the fan on, so if you hear that. <laughs> It's too quiet in here. We're used to children. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, those are some really good reoccurring themes. Yep, so those are the reoccurring themes that I found. So basically, if we ever come out with merch, which would be really cool. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my It'd gosh. be awesome. We should have shirts with my made-up words on them. <laughs> Diet Riot. Diet Riot. Merch. 
Oh merch. Oh my god. Let gosh. us know. Would you guys buy merch? Yes. Would you guys buy merch? What only kind like of merch would you buy? Fans. You know, some lounge shirts. Wear. It would all be lounge hats. Wear. Who we are? Hats would be sweet. I like hats. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the title of this episode. I, I love like lamp. Hats. I love lamp. <laughs> oh, Steve Carell. I love. I, I like hats. <laughs> uh, hats would be awesome, like beanies or baseball caps. Baseball caps. Specifically uh, for hiking. leggings, we should definitely release a pair of leg- <laughs> leggings. Let's say diet right on the cap. Yes. Oh, this is sick, you guys. Yes. That's a good idea. Oh my I'm gosh, excited. we're gonna be millionaires. We're gonna be millionaires <laughs> off leggings. Etsy. Let's have Nadia make our stuff. Oh my gosh, guys, she's talented. Yeah, <laughs> she's too talented. We have talented friends, you guys. We do. We have. Talented You're about friends. to hear from them. We're gonna start releasing lots of episodes with guests. Get excited. Whoa, guys. Yes. Now that we're established <gasps> and been here for a year, it's time to have some guests. We've yeah. had one. And I we, know, we and it was a good episode. It. it was a great episode. Everyone, go listen to the All About Fit Snack yep. episode. Go listen to it. I want to say it was like a month or two ago. I can, um, I can look for you. Yeah, let's look it up. Because I'm super prepared and have it up on my phone. Um, yeah, it's with Shaman Rose. That's what I call her because that's uh-huh. who she is. Um, September 3rd, our first guest, All About Fit Snack. Yeah, and that's a great, great episode. episode. And... In the coming year, we are very excited to announce that we are going to do a lot more episodes with guests. So I know you love just just hearing our voices, (laughs) but we want to mix it up and learn from some other dietitians or therapists or we still need a dentist. We did ask. We did put an open call out for dentists. Dentists. Hey, guys. Dentists. Hey, guys. Dentists. I don't know any dentists besides mine. Me either. I don't know if she would. Yeah, I wouldn't invite mine. Yeah. Mine's pretty funny. Maybe the dental hygienist. She's pretty funny. I like mine, too. Yeah. But I don't know. So. Anyway, still an open call for dentists. (laughs) (laughs) We should post it on Craigslist. Craigslist. Free conversation with a dentist. Come to our house. Come to our bedroom and sit on our comfy bed while we record. Oh, we're so professional. Buy our pants. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Focus. So anyway, we're looking so we're forward to lots of guests. special guests. Um, and if you guys have any other requests that you would like for this 2020 year coming up, <gasps> that's crazy. Wow. We're in the last month of two. I'm bad at months. Apparently. You're bad at months today. <laughs> two months. She said left. Christmas was four months from now, and I was like. Mm, so bad. Two, but listen, stay-at-home mom job. life. I was telling Josh, I can't. Keep no, my you don't know straight. what day it, it is. It's zero. It's terrible. Or month. Or year. It's hard. Yeah, it's it hard is hard. Life. Feel bad for me. You know when like people um, like get into crashes and then go to the hospital and they're like, "What <laughs> yes. day is it? What I would be day, so scared. What year is it? Who's president? I'd be like, I don't know. Um, what's happening? <laughs> I don't know. I bet we'll know when it's an election year because all the freaking commercials and people coming to your door. It's yeah, all that's year, true. Which is coming in. So that's where we're going. Now we can talk a little bit about what we've learned. Okay. Okay. Ooh, Brooke's excited. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Um, what, have what have we learned? I think, like, the biggest thing is when I listen back to our old episodes from about a year ago is we were still, like, I feel like intuitive eating is always a journey and uh-huh. you're always growing and you're always improving. So even when we go back and listen to some of our past episodes, I feel like we still kind of dip into diet culture a little bit. Yeah. Or, like, even when we talk about diets, like, we try to be non-biased so like Mm -hmm. we try to talk about the pros and the cons of each diet and sometimes I think when we do talk about pros of diets I I hope that people aren't thinking that like we're promoting that we're promoting the diet because even though like for instance we talked about keto and it was like fat is good so Mm -hmm. the fact that like 
people on keto eat more fat. That's a good thing for most people. Right. Um, that doesn't mean that we promote keto right. and low calorie and yeah. low, um, or not low calorie, no, low carbohydrate. So I think that just making that distinction is we like to dissect diets because that's what people want to talk about. And being a dietitian, we're expected to know a lot about diets. So when we do talk about pros and cons, um, we don't want you guys to think that we're promoting and pushing anybody to try specific diets ever. Yeah. Ever. And you definitely like need to work one-on-one with like a dietitian or a doctor. If you have some sort of like illness or chronic disease or something that needs to be managed by your diet. So I think maybe we haven't done the best job explaining that when we talk about certain diets, because there are diets out there that can help manage chronic diseases. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked a little bit about it here and there, but it's definitely a big distinction that we want to make sure that you guys know we're not anti-diet for chronic diseases, mm-hmm. <laughs> like people that have very serious illnesses that need to adhere to certain diets or like, and we always talk about like allergies, that's necessary. Those aren't the mm-hmm. diets we're talking about. We're talking about people who are focused on their body size um, or their weight or things like that. And they choose to go on diets because they're unhappy with what they look like or how they feel or something like that. And they adhere to these like crazy strict diets that they can't I mean, dieting doesn't work. We all know mm-hmm. that, right? Dieting does not work. Actually, it'd be a good episode to like talk about the science behind how we dieting sh- doesn't work. I know. I have that written down. Yeah, but we have like a running list. So let us know if you have any other suggestions. I think that should be list. one that we do soon is like the yeah. statistics on why diets don't work because yeah. they don't work and you're more likely to weigh more, um, whether it's a year from now or mm-hmm. six months from now, you're likely to weigh more than you did before you started your diet or weigh the same. So Mm -hmm. it's like you're putting your body through hell to what look the same in a year or, or be heavier in a year. So, and if that's your goal of how you're measuring it, people just aren't waiting long enough to measure it. So they'll be like, yeah, I lost 18 pounds. And it's like, okay, but now a year later, now I'm actually am up plus four or whatever it may be. So whatever the numbers are anyway. So I think that's something I've always wanted to clarify a little bit more was like, Maybe in the past episodes, I haven't done a good enough job explaining that, like, we are for diets that help you manage chronic diseases that need to be managed. Mm-hmm. We're against dieting for the wrong reasons or the wrong intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, like the pros and cons. We're looking for pros and cons to make the episode more interesting <laughs> and to mm-hmm. give, like, some dynamic. Because otherwise, we're just going to be saying the same thing every week. Diets are bad. Don't do them. Diets are bad. Don't mm-hmm. do them. Diets are bad. Don't do them. We want to dive into each diet specifically and talk about why it doesn't work for people and what it is about it that causes people to fail or to feel like a failure and go deeper into diet culture every time they try a diet. But there are some pros. I mean, if if we didn't believe that food had pros and like choosing which foods you eat helps your body, then we wouldn't be dietitians, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, no, there's no way to eat perfectly. And if you were eating perfectly, oh, actually, this reminds me of a quote, Dietitian's Dish podcast put mm-hmm. out a quote today on their Instagram. And it said, healthy eating isn't perfect and eating perfectly isn't healthy. And I was like, oh, that's such a great way to put it. And I don't know if they have if that's really a quote from them or not like it may have come some from somewhere else but it's such a good way to put it like Mm -hmm. he eating healthy like I feel like Brooke and I both eat healthy but we're not perfect there's no no way to do it perfectly and if you are eating healthy perfectly it isn't healthy it's disordered eating (laughs) it's disordered eating or an eating disorder yeah go back to our episode go back to our episode about orthorexia and you'll find out more about it so um Yeah, so I feel like those are really good. Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot just about, I feel like 
maybe we'll get some heat from this for depending on who listens, but like the world of intuitive eating can be pretty polarizing where like people are afraid to talk about gentle nutrition and what nutrition can do for you because they're afraid of triggering the most vulnerable people that are listening. Mm -hmm. Like the people in the throes of an eating disorder are still recovering or um, struggling with their body image or something. And if that's you and you listen to our podcast and you're triggered by it, don't listen. Like Mm -hmm. seriously, do not listen. Unsubscribe. Do whatever you need to do to get yourself healthy and in a good spot, including working with a dietitian, a therapist, and a doctor. Mm -hmm. And then come back and listen when you're recovered and when you're feeling better because none of this advice is ever supposed to be end-all, be-all or a rule. So I think I've learned a lot from like the intuitive eating community how to talk about it. But I also don't agree with it all the time because they're so censored and they're so afraid to like say that an apple is good for you that they're like, whoa, 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 eat whatever you want. And it's like, yeah, be an intuitive eater. But like there are general health concepts for everybody that makes sense, like eating whole foods and adding fruits and vegetables. And we talked about this a few episodes ago. So there are general principles once you get to that gentle nutrition stage that you can start incorporating into your life as long as it's not done in a disordered way. Yeah, and I think, like, the principles of intuitive eating, um, the first few stages of it and, like, the early journey of it, you don't really care about nutrition at all. That's not the point of it. The point It's on the back burner. Yeah, the point is, like, repairing your relationship with food and your body. Mm -hmm. And then once you feel like you've gotten that somewhat under control, not perfect, but somewhat under control, then you can kind of tap into what is this food doing for me? How do I feel when I eat it? And using like basic common sense, because yes, we're dietitians. We have degrees in nutrition and dietetics. However, Mm. a lot of it is so common, like sense. You don't need, you don't need a nutrition background to know that like fruits and vegetables make you feel good. Mm -hmm. They have fiber in them, which is good. I mean, they have vitamins and minerals. So, um, I don't think that you need a nutrition degree to understand that those overarching concepts yeah Yeah, but i think people also tend to overcomplicate things like clean eating is only this specific thing and it's like we're also not promoting that too Mm -hmm. um but like Alyssa said i know some um dietitians and intuitive eating people are so censored where it's like you can't even say the word calorie you can't say any numbers and i know that we try to steer for away from numbers but sometimes we just try to use them as an example to just kind of help people understand where we're coming from. Um, So it really depends on where you are in your journey. Because if you are in an eating, like if you are in treatment for an eating disorder, then you probably, this probably isn't the podcast for you. But if you feel like you've kind of gotten a handle on disordered eating, and I think we all in general at some point have had disordered eating. Right. Totally. Yeah. Or stages. For sure. Some sort of degree of disordered eating. Um, if not a complete and total eating disorder, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And I think it's important to know that when you're starting your intuitive eating journey, there is like, there is importance in that gentle nutrition part. It's not a trick at the end where all of a sudden we're like, okay, now you've done all this, you know, work on undoing a lot of the, um, work of diet culture that it's had its hold on you. Now you've undone it and now we're going to teach you a new diet. It's not a diet. It's Mm -hmm. literally like just listening to your body and tuning in, which you can be doing the whole time you're working on intuitive eating. So I talked about this in a little bit in a previous episode, but each step isn't in, 
you're not supposed to do one step, master it, and then move on to the next, and then master it. Like, no one's mastering any of these steps. Mm-hmm. You're constantly working through these principles over and over and over again in your life to try and get a little bit more of what's crept its way in out so that you can focus on listening to your body and listening to your cues um, that your body's already giving you and going back to those roots that we have as children and as babies to listen to our bodies and not care really what anyone else thinks or have any other um, advice or opinions in on us, but also looking at what food can do to nourish our bodies and not, I don't know, I just think the community can be a little bit polarizing in that Mm -hmm. of like, the more I follow more intuitive eating dietitians, the more I go down this rabbit hole of like, maybe I shouldn't talk about how whole foods are better than than processed foods for you. And it's like, yeah, you shouldn't put morality on food. You're Mm -hmm. good for eating this. You're bad for eating that. Or a salad isn't better than a sandwich. Like good for you versus bad for you. But there are some like objective data that show that certain foods that are more nourishing as far as vitamins and mineral content and health food goes for you. But it's not a way to that doesn't mean that then you need to make a rule about that food. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like yeah. separating the good and the bad from the nutrient dense versus non-nutrient. Right. Dense. It's like, okay, we all know smoking cigarettes can lead to lung cancer. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're not bad because you're a smoker, uh-huh. right. but you As are, a human, you're you are a poor choice. You're making a bad decision yeah. and you are heightening your chances of chronic diseases like lung cancer, uh-huh. but you're not a bad person because For you making smoke. That choice. Right. So I think like a lot of times we, although you are a bad person if you smoke and blowing it directly into someone's face. <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying those people that stand too close to those doors. Yeah. I don't appreciate it with my child. I'm like run past them. Run. Right. So it's, it's like, you're not a better person because you're, you're eating healthy more often. You're not a worse person because you're making different decisions with your food. And Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think it is hard because there's a lot of criticism with the intuitive eating community and being perfect about the way that you like being politically correct with everything you see with everything. And we're not politically correct. No, we are not at all good at it. We no. don't claim to be good at it. We have no filter. And, and that's why we're reflecting on what we've learned. Yeah. <laughs> so I do think some of the things we've learned is just like how to talk about intuitive eating that feels good to us and not necessarily being PC and not necessarily being like a free for all who cares, you know, whatnot. So it's like we found, I think, a good middle ground and hit a good stride on how we talk about it and mm-hmm. what makes us feel good. But also know that if you ever get the impression for us that we're telling you to make a rule about your life, to eat this food and it's good and eat, don't eat this food, it's bad, that's not coming from us. That's not our intention mm-hmm. <laughs> is to cause more confusion or indulge more in diet culture or give you more rules to un, you know to feel pressured by. So, like, this is a safe space. <laughs> we're happy with whatever you choose. But we're trying to do our best to lead you in the gentle direction of intuitive eating because it's worked for us and it works for people. And that's been proven, which we should do another episode about the research about intuitive eating. That's super great. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. Just because we're dietitians, we're not going to write you a meal plan. Nope. Never mm-hmm. going to write a meal plan again in my life. No, I refuse. No. Refuse. It's it so horrible. boring. It is boring. It's boring and it's never what the person wants because if you, if I were to write a meal plan for you, yeah. you and I eat very different foods all the time. So you would be like, yeah. what the hell I, is I this food? casserole. <laughs> what is this? I don't want the texture. Oh, or casserole. like, I can't write you a meal plan and know that you're going to want Mexican food on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. What if you want pasta on Tuesday? 
Yeah, it's, it's like, really hard. I mean, I guess it is kind of hard with meal planning because you usually buy groceries a few days in advance. But I actually made a whole really good, I think, a really good blog post about how to meal plan and still be like an intuitive eater because it is hard, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it is hard. And, and planning for someone else's family, like your whole family. Like, yeah. I can't be an intuitive eater for Josh, but yet I'm planning our meals. So sorry whether or not you want pasta, that's what we're having or, you know, whatever. I know, yeah. So it's interesting. So I wrote a big meal meal planning blog post about what I consider when I meal plan because there is such a thing as coming up with your anticipatory needs. Is that a word? No, and, that's not a word either. I'm looking it up. Anticipatory. We should find all the words you've made up. We should. That <laughs> would be, be really long. Who wants to listen to every I episode? I will give someone $100 if they can do that and come up with every word I've made up. They're like, episode four. Episode four, you made up. Minute 21. Scanotolanimous. That word, you know that word? Yeah. Anyways, um, but there is a way to anticipate what you're going to want. And eventually when you get to know your body and you get to know what you do well with and what you like, there is a way to meal plan that you're generally correct. And there's there's still like within reason of like, when I crave Chicago deep dish pizza, I'm not just going to fly to Chicago and eat that pizza. Like I have to look at what's nearby and what I have available and what's financially acceptable for me versus you can ship Chicago deep dish pizza. It costs a ton of money. So it's like, all right. Italy. Italy. <laughs> Italy pizza. Okay, I would choose Chicago style over Italy right now because I've never had Italy. Never been to Italy. Well, I've never been to Italy. I know. But still, I would probably you, still choose Chicago you are pizza. Missing out. Giorgio's is where it's at. Favorite pizza ever. I still haven't been to the place downtown. Me neither. We should go together. We should. Do they have gluten free pizza? They do. Okay, it's good. not we deep dish, though. So. Well, Lame. I'll get deep dish and watch you eat your lame, thin crust. And okay. But I bet it won't even be that good. I bet so we'll see. No, I bet it'll be okay. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where we've been, what we've learned. Do you have anything more you want to add to that? Um, no, I think that it's just like give us some grace if you listen to <laughs> yeah. old episodes. Not that they're bad, but uh-huh. I think that we've just like learned how to be a little bit more politically correct as like as we've gone on. Yeah. So when I listen back to old episodes, I'm like, ooh, I don't think we necessarily made like you know, we're critical of ourselves right. and like, oh, I didn't bring up every point I should have brought up in yes. that episode or, oh, I hope that listeners didn't get this vibe, even though like that wasn't our intention. So yeah, I think we're getting better with it, but give us some grace. Yeah. And remember it's hard, like in the moment we don't type out a script. We don't even, we literally don't even share notes before we start talking because yeah. we want it to be casual and like natural and authentic a conversation between two dietitians that you're just privy to. It's like a fly on the wall listening to her conversation. So we try to make it as casual as we can, which means we're going to make mistakes. And I'm not, I don't edit out those mistakes because I want it to be authentic. Like you need to realize that we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. But also if there is something that you're triggered by or offended by and you feel like we need to correct, feel free to point it out to us nicely and we'll take it into consideration. We may not change the way we do something because it's against how we feel, but it's okay to let us know that, you know, there might be a better way to word something or we said something and we can correct ourselves because that's human and we should be able to evolve and learn and grow. So yeah. yeah. And we talked a little bit about where we're going with the guests and let us know if you have any recommendations. We always say that. Um, we also wanted to announce something super fun. You ready? Oh, wait, we should talk our about giveaway. our favorite episodes first. Oh, sorry. Okay. Pretend I didn't say that. Favorite episodes. Ooh, what's yours? What are or your so- Okay, I'm going to go through some of my favorite okay. episodes. I'm not, I'm not going to go through them. I just see. want right. to <laughs> list some of them. I really liked our gluten one. Because yes, South one. Park was in it. 
I really like the South Park quote. South Park came on as our first guest. Actually. Um, I actually liked our New Year's resolution and goals one because Ooh, that, that was, was a good, a good one. one. Um, keto and intermittent fasting, I feel like we're good because they're hot topics. Yes. You know? Yep. Um, okay. wait, so our New Year's one obviously was right before New Year's. It was like mm-hmm. the bonus episode, right? Yep. I think. Okay. The keto one, we didn't do that long ago. No, that I want to give people well, dates because we don't have, um, keto was January. If you notice, our episodes are all listed. The first part of our episode is like a funny quote. I think when I'm editing, yes. I find them funny. So I put them. Um, and then the second part where it says all about blah, blah, blah is a great way to categorize your podcast. So, and all about is like kind of friends to friends. <laughs> yes. The one the where. One with, the one with. Oh yeah. The one where. Um, okay. I can't find the keto one. Ah. Keto is da, 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 January 21st. Oh, okay. And intermittent fasting is February so that 5th. That was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was not that long. Guys, I can't believe it's been a year. I know. Okay, keto is on my list too. Mm-hmm. The keto one and the paleo one. Both I those. like the paleo one too. Yeah. That one was also on mine. And those are like things that people always ask me about. Like, what do you think? That's why I like them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I liked it too. But I think we did a good job explaining it and talking about what it was and what it wasn't and what's good and bad about it. Mostly bad. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. Of course I like all about Ashton because it's all about down syndrome. He touched her belly. (laughs) June 24th was when that episode was released. Um, trying to think of some of my other favorite. Um, I think we were pretty heated about Kerbo. <laughs> yeah. So that was like a pretty intense episode. Yes, um, we were. That was probably the most heated. That Rubbed wins for up. most heated. Mm-hmm. Um, that our, wins. Our first guest, All About Fitznack, September 3rd. That was a great one because it was our first guest. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool um, to hear Rose's story. I loved our Mediterranean diet one. That's a good one. That's a That was probably our most positive diet. Yes. Right. That's why I liked it because I feel like I... Okay, I've gotten feedback that they love our podcast and people love like all the different diets and how we kind of expand on them and talk about different things and then have episodes where it's not like related to diets. But sometimes I can feel like, are we being too tedious? We just keep talking about different diets and talking about why they suck because all diets suck and blah, 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 blah. And to me, it feels tedious. But to other people, I've heard that they really like it. And they're like, actually, I like that you went into that diet specifically. Mm hmm. Because it's harder for other people to see how, like for us, we record right in a row or we're dietitians, so we're always talking about how we don't like diets, but like you guys have other lives outside of nutrition. (laughs) What's that like? But I feel like, so I'm surprised at how many people like that, but I really like the Mediterranean diet episode we did because it wasn't so tedious. It wasn't like, it's another diet and I hate it. Yeah, no, it was very positive. It was pretty positive because we... Out of like any it. diet, quote unquote, mm-hmm. we liked that one the best. So that was a good one. I really liked. Um, I also really liked the mental health, like postpartum, because I the feel like that's, yeah, yeah, that's recent, but it's, it's real and it's not even just for postpartum mental health. I think it's just for, especially, I mean, it taps into women more than men. Sorry, men. Um, I mean, your <laughs> yeah. mental health still is important, but mm-hmm. it definitely focuses more on women and mental health. Yeah. Um, Weight Watchers is good, too, because it's all, I mean, Weight Watchers is probably, and Atkins, those were good ones. They're all about very long-term, like, like these guys have been around for a long time. I've gotten the most feedback from our listeners that they've liked the cooking oil episode, where we compared different Mm -hmm. cooking oils and why we use certain ones. And I think that was really interesting, because we we dived more into, like, the science, Mm -hmm. and more, like, 
this and it's again it's not a hard and fast rule if you have one of the oils we didn't recommend or said not to eat on hand and you use it you're gonna be fine mm-hmm. but it is nice to know that if if oil doesn't matter to you what you're cooking it in then use one that we recommend that makes sense that can handle the smoke mm-hmm. point you're cooking at i got a lot of feedback that they like that and then also our number one listen to episode still is the gut health one so, and I love talking about gut health. So I would love to do like even a follow-up episode on that where we talk more about gut health, more in depth, maybe more scientific based. If that's something you guys are interested in, let us know. But that was like our number one listen to episode. And I really like that I wonder one about too. the probiotics too, because that was kind of hand in hand. Yeah, that was a follow-up one. I mean, it was like an average listen, but like mm-hmm. the gut health one is the one that everyone has listened to. And then I like every time that's we talk funny, huh? about the intuitive eating. It's funny because when we started the, the podcast, I totally thought we would break down each principle and talk about it in an entire episode. And we still have not done that. <laughs> we did the hunger oh. scale and that's it. We did kind of mindless and mindful eating. That's true. We? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a skill set of intuitive eating. Right. So I think we could do that going forward. Um, And then I also really liked the ones where we gave like tangible how-tos on intuitive eating. Like we gave like Mm -hmm. our first steps on how to get started intuitive eating. I think that was really helpful. So yeah, talk about intuitive eating on vacation. We have one coming. Oh no, it already came out. Yeah, it's already (laughs) done. We haven't released it yet, but um, about Halloween and Halloween candy. Mm -hmm. So we have some like how-tos about holidays and specific... um, yeah. yeah. I'd love to hear what your guys' favorite episodes are um, so that we can do more like that. Do you like when we dive into specific diets? Do you like when we talk about different foods? Do you like when we talk about the science? Do you like when we talk about mental health? Do you like like healthy habits kind of stuff? Intuitive eating more intensely? Do you Mom. like when we talk about ourselves? Mom life? Um, so many or things. guests? Because or guests, we're going to yeah. start with more guests. That's our goal this year. So mm-hmm. do a lot more guests, which I'm really excited about. Um, but let us know, yeah, if there's specific guests you want to hear. Yeah, recommend them to us, tag us in their stuff so we can see what they're like, what they're about. Um, but yeah. And then do you want to talk about oh the giveaway? The giveaway? And then, and then bloopers. And then bloopers. <laughs> oh, the bloopers, which make us crack up. So. Yes. Um, so the giveaway. So we've, Brooke and I have decided to do a giveaway of a nice little gift basket that mm-hmm. will include... The Intuitive Eating Book by Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resch. Resch. Yeah. We still don't know how to say her last name. Resch. 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 We should really look that up. Uh-huh. Um, also, Health at Every Size, the other book that we talk a lot about on this podcast. Um, a gift card to Amazon. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And maybe some other little goodies. Oh, snacks. Healthy snacks. Healthy snacks. Um, so we'll be sending you a gift basket full of all those goodies. And tell us how to enter. All right. So once we hit 100 reviews. Ratings. Or sorry. Yeah, reviews, ratings. Are they the same? Yeah. I don't understand the world. Okay. It's hard. Yeah. On stars. Items, like, I guess. It, like stars count as a rating. Stars. Yes. Um, just giving just literally a swipe of your finger up to five. All right. Five stars. <laughs> I don't think we can legally tell people to give us five stars. Yeah. Other podcasts do it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> give us however many stars we deserve. <laughs> five. Uh, <laughs> No, so if you give us a rating, um, doesn't matter how many stars, but if you give us a rating, it counts as a rating. Once we hit 100 It'd be ratings. really sad if someone who won random, like the random poll that we'll do gave us one star. <laughs> but maybe they'll change their rating to five. Do you know what that reminds me of? Uh-huh. Um, gosh, what's that movie with Adam Sandler when he's like, I award you zero stars in May God. Oh, I have no Billy idea. Madison. When he's what? on stage and... He gets, like, the answer wrong, but it's, like, so wrong, and he's just... 
I can't remember that scene in that movie. Okay, All right. We'll just like tears not. Also, Ron Swanson <laughs> uh-huh. and Parks and Rec. Oh, yes. When he like rates the yogurt shop and he's like, be ice cream or be nothing. I award you zero stars. <laughs> okay. That's our meme for this week. That yep. would be a post. Okay. Boom. Um, got it. Okay. So, um, once we reach 100 ratings or reviews... Then stars. we are going to do a drawing. And if you want to get more entries, if you write a written review, mm-hmm. you will get another entry. If you... Um, share on social media. Share on social podcast. media. So, like, you could do an Instagram story and tag us, or an Instagram post and tag us, or Facebook post and tag us. Oh, yeah. I'm not on Facebook, though. Can they tag us? For not on Facebook, they can still. They can tag Brooke. They can no. They don't have to tag me. They just tag um, a picture of like Diet Riot, but and then oh, take me. Yeah, take yeah. me, Brooke Miller. We're still figuring this out. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. So I mean, Instagram is where we're at uh, as Diet Riot. Uh-huh. But um, so if you tag us in a post or a story, that's fine too. You'll get entered. So you get an extra entry entry if you share with your friends on Instagram and tag us, so we know that you shared it. Um, give us a review or rating, and then a written review gets you an extra entry as well. So, so up to three entries. Three entries to win. So once we hit a hundred, then we're gonna put all of the names in a jar. Yeah, we'll do it live. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Where we pull like it Instagram out of hat, live, and we'll be like, Yo, yo, yo! You win. Shh, you guys could see Brooke dancing yes. in, oh. in real time. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be fun. fun. That would be fun. Pop some. Okay, drinks. who's writing a hundred names though? We have to split it 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll make Josh and Jesse do it. No, I mean, we might have more than 100 because people will get other... Oh, great. Okay, fine. I'm yeah. not doing calligraphy, though. Yeah. Regular handwriting. <laughs> Regular handwriting. <laughs> so, guys, you want to get entered in. Yes. And we might have some extra cool prizes after that. We have some yeah. ideas, but we're not there yet. So, we got to <laughs> hit 100 reviews first. first. Yep. So, that's our giveaway, which is awesome for hitting one-year mark. Mm-hmm. Whoop. So make sure you enter that and let us know what else you'd like to see in the gift basket. And then I wanted, we got two questions um, from oh. viewers that I thought were kind of fun. We've gotten a few other ones, but I, they're not as fun. Oh. They're like more nutrition. Oh man, you're <laughs> just like shooting these people down, guys. Sorry, your questions <laughs> suck. Listen, 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 listen. What I mean is I'm going to save the nutrition questions that for, later. Okay. for a different episode. Okay. These questions were, I thought, like just kind of fun. Yeah. So the first one was, what was your favorite food as a kid that, like, wasn't healthy? Like, quote, unquote, healthy. Uh, I can think of mine right away. My favorite food as a kid? I just ate everything. Um, I can think of two that I would Ice cream has always been my, like, favorite dessert. Yeah, that's delicious. Yeah. Okay. My, one of my favorite foods as a child (laughs) was SpaghettiOs. On white bread with butter. So white bread, butter, and then I put SpaghettiOs on top and I eat it. Like, an open slice of pizza. You don't have any gross foods like that they used to eat? I would not be caught up eating that as an adult. Laura, I'm going to call you out. You better listen. I know some of your friends listen. Some of your other friends listen. Um... She used to make peanut butter toast in college, uh-huh. and then she would put pickles on it. Nope, don't like that. Was she pregnant? No. Oh, then no, definitely not. No. I wouldn't even do that And pregnant. then our other roommate was like, this isn't half bad. I'm not into that. Um, no, the kids I used to nanny for would do tacos, hard shell tacos, and put spaghetti in it. It was good. 
I could see that being good. It's actually good. <laughs> From someone who used to put SpaghettiOs yeah. on bread, yeah. I could see that being like a classier version of what I ate. Spaghetti and tacos. Yeah, so that's pretty good. I thought that was kind of a fun uh-huh. question. That is a fun question. Um, and then... Keep them coming. Who cooked in your household or did you eat out? Like growing up? Yeah, growing up. We never went out to eat. Ever. We didn't really go out to eat ever. Ever. Either. Maybe our birthday? I know I'm struggling to remember. Never. We didn't even eat out on our birthday. We got an we got an option. Like I always order or I always ordered for my mom. She'd give us like this cute little menu of our favorite mo- foods yeah. and then we could choose, but she'd always make it homemade. I feel like we ate out. The only memory I really have of eating out with my family is when I graduated high school. <laughs> we went to the melting pot and sometimes over like Christmas with my dad's side of the family, we'd go out for Chinese. <laughs> We, the only time I ever like went Christmas out to Eve. eat as a family was um, softball tournaments because I was on the traveling softball team. So, like, we didn't have a choice. Yeah. On weekends, we'd be, like, in another city. My dad would take me for Culver shakes after <gasps> volleyball practice. Delicious. You know, if I, like, did well during softball, mm-hmm. I'd, like, get rewarded <laughs> with, like, McDonald's ice cream because I love McDonald's ice cream and I love Culver's custard. You just reminded me that we should do an episode on food as a reward for children. Yeah. <laughs> what that does to you. <laughs> But um, clearly okay. that served me well. Wait, what was the rest of that question? Who? Oh, who? We didn't even talk about yeah. who cooked in our growing up in our household. Um, my mom. My mom cooked. Uh, both my parents did. My we dad ate- made breakfast on Saturdays or Sundays. I forget. He made like big breakfast, but my mom was like, she cooked everything else. She's a good cook. She yeah, good my cook. parents just like both cooked, and it was like we ate very plain meals. Not bad, but yeah. like very simple. Meat and potatoes yeah. and vegetables, and that was, I mean, whatever. That's I liked how my it. mom cooked. It was like, a, yeah, a meat, meat vegetable. Potato. potato. And starch of some kind. Potato. 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 Okay, this one we kind of already talked about. Is there anything you've changed your stance on? Like nutrition, I guess they mean? I mean, I think, yeah, I think throughout our journey, we've both, like we said, we're yeah. more politically correct and... It's hard being a dietitian because we know so much about Uh the science behind things. So, like, for us to just negate, like, everything that we have learned in college, like, why are fats important? Why are carbohydrates important? Why is fiber important? Why is protein important? Like, (laughs) they all serve a purpose. And so to just be like, they don't matter. I mean, it does matter. Right. But... I don't know. So it's, like, hard to find that balance, I think. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, like, since we've been doing this podcast, we kind of have already covered what's changed. But as far as, like, my stance on, like, something nutrition-related that's changed, for sure, during since my internship to now. Oh, yeah. Like, everything changes. Everything, everything, everything has changed. Like, what we learned in school is very different from what we believe now is our, like, nutrition philosophy, you know? You know, and I think that, like, we were so young and naive in college, mm-hmm. and and we didn't, like, why didn't we push back? Why didn't yeah. we ask about intuitive eating in college? Why didn't, I did learn about it during my internship from another dietitian. Right. yeah. Who, we should interview. <laughs> she lives in Colorado so Springs. Yes, you guys. Um, she's great, too. Stephanie, we're going to interview you. Um, but she's, like, really the one who kind of, like, turned me on to intuitive eating. That's when I bought the book. was in 2013. Um, so after you were an RD? I was, no, right I was before. in my oh, internship. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. But she was an RD, though. Yeah. Um, so I think a yeah, lot's I, changed. I was listening to this podcast. Um, shout out to Paige Smathers, the Nutrition Matters podcast, which I really love listening to. Um, she had a guest on that was just talking about, like, sometimes... 
as dietitians, we are not treated as high on the hierarchy in like a hospital. Like they tend to overlook our importance. And so sometimes oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm saying it nicely. Yeah, no. Um, and sometimes I think it's easy for dietitians in the hospital to make things more complicated than they are to feel more important. Yeah. And be like, no, nutrition is the most important thing. You need to take me seriously instead of like not giving two craps about what someone else thinks about you and your role because mm-hmm. we know it's important regardless of how people treat us. But like maybe dietitians tend to make things more complicated and go into like the biochemical responses that we have to metabolism and all the breaking down of nutrients and how they're absorbed, which is all super important and very interesting to me. But like my client who just had a heart attack doesn't need to know all that, no. even though we're going into it with him. So it's like nutrition actually can be very simple on surface level, but sometimes I think dietitians make it harder than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And so in school, I clung to the hard stuff and I loved learning about like literally the mechanisms of action of like how different nutrients and food like react in the body, which I love, but like, hey, nutrition's simpler than that. We need to like calm down. <laughs> Not yeah, worry about you don't, it the average person doesn't need to know that information. And I think... So I think when you look at like nutrition as a whole, intuitive eating and mindful eating mm-hmm. makes sense. But like in school, I was so focused on like, make sure you get enough folate and vitamin B and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, your body's going to tell you. Like yeah. if you For have your period body. and you're losing a lot of blood, you might be craving meat. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're craving iron. Red meat. Yeah. I mean, because... it's just like your body does naturally give you those signs. Yeah, exactly. I want something salty. You know, like mm-hmm. there's a reason usually that you have a craving for something. Yeah. So I would say a lot of my nutrition philosophy has changed just in general. Um, I also think like certain thoughts um, around nutrition has changed in general. Like they used to think like for diabetes, you couldn't have any sugar. And now it's like, Hey, actually it's important to have that sugar and those carbohydrates to like keep you consistent. So certain things like that have definitely changed. But then also like what we learned in college was (laughs) the amount of carbohydrates that a diabetic diabetic should be eating is like substantially higher than like most Mm -hmm. people in general eat. And I'm like, Hey, do we need this question servings? Like, why are we not pushing fat and protein for these patients? So like as well, I still question some of the things that we learned in college. And again, just because you're a diabetic doesn't mean all of a sudden you are now with all diabetics and you need the exact same number of carbs as the diabetic next to you. Exactly. Which is what we used to do. It's like, here's your weight and you're diabetic. Here's how much carbs you need. And it's like, no. Nope. <laughs> what if you're active? What if yeah. you, like, there's so many factors yeah. involved in and how your body still just different. responds. Literally, some people can have like the best quote unquote diet for diabetes and yet their blood sugars are still out of control. Mm-hmm. Whereas other people could be not following their quote unquote diet all the time and have diet, blood sugars that are in control. So it's like, there's so many factors and you can still be an intuitive eater while you're managing a chronic illness is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. So anyways... Yeah, yeah those are the questions I thought were kind of fun and not so like nutrition that we could do in a different podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know if you have any questions and email us at hello at dietriotpodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at diet.riot.podcast. Um, let us know. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, stay tuned for some awesome bloopers <laughs> from yes. past episodes. By the way, if you didn't know, most episodes after the music plays at the end has like a few seconds of like a funny blooper or something that happened during the episode. It's almost on every episode. I, yeah. 
Because um, we're so hilarious. We're so hilarious. No, we're just not super organized. Um, <laughs> and I edit the podcast, and I get to decide what's funny, and I decided that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I started putting them at the end of the episodes. So most of the time, it's like, I have to pee so bad, or like a hilarious thing that happened with one of our kids, or husbands. Or so. the dog. The dog. <laughs> the dog. What do you think about Stay sugar? Yeah. It's bad. Is what? that what he said? Oh, it's good. No, he said, it's, it's good. good, eat it, or something. I think it's the title of that episode about yeah. sugar. It's like... Anyways, so stay tuned for some bloopers. Thanks for sticking out with us for a year. We will see you next week with a brand new episode, potentially even a guest next week. Yeah, and <laughs> don't forget, guys, to rate and subscribe. Rate and review. Share with your friends. You want to win this gift basket. It's going to be great. We're going to take a picture of the gift basket, and then we're going to have a live drawing. You're going <laughs> to hear us with our little fishbowl. It was a hat. Now it's a fishbowl. Oh, I don't know. Also, you just did laugh and danced a little bit. So you're going to see Brooke dancing on the live. You know what I think we should do? Huh. When we make it really big, we should Huge. have a YouTube channel. So we record ourselves like... have Those are cool. When people do that. Yeah, like Joe Rogan? Just, yes. yes. I love that podcast I know. so much. But yeah, they record from several different angles. This room would be perfect for I know. You can see us lounging on couches and beds. And we can, like, make diagrams. We need to get, like, a whiteboard. I mean, guys. Ooh, how about one of those glass boards where we yes. write things on and you can see through it? Yeah, Pretty we're going to do that. And we're so, going to have merch. Did we talk merch. about that in this yeah. episode? Was that this episode? I don't know. I, They're blending together, guys. It's too much it's, for us. It's late. It is getting late. So. It's my bedtime. <laughs> I was going to say, Brooke usually goes to bed around this time. This That's is usually true. when I stop watching TV or cleaning and actually start working. So, I need to get a lot of stuff ready for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't because I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have to clean the kitchen sink. So I was supposed to feed my kids tomorrow and wash the dishes. Oh, my life. Okay, anyways. Yeah. Enter to win the giveaway. Enter to support a small podcast ready to make it big and have some merch for you. Yeah. Um, support us. Like us. Like us, guys, please. Yeah. Share with we your friends, friends and family. We need, more, we need friends. Um, okay, that's it. Yeah. And now we're at almost an hour. Yeah. How does wow. happen? That, I don't know. We love hearing ourselves talk. That's why we started our podcast anyways. Yeah. All right. Peace, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Uh, Rafa, go to your room. Go to your room. Go. I'll put that at the end. Remind people I tell my dog to go to his room. <laughs> hey, what do, you, what do you know about sugar? Tastes good. Tastes good. Okay. I'll That's a it. man's opinion. It's <laughs> a good slogan. I feel like probably any sugar company could use that. Tastes good, don't it? I ordered two Moscow mules. See, I don't drink no splash of, of yeah. um, no splash of grenadine. Aren't you proud of me? Oh. And um, a Godiva chocolate martini. Ooh, it those was are good. fancy, but I only could drink half of it. It was strong. Yeah, I was like this is just all alcohol and a little bit of chocolate. <laughs>